Happy Terry Rosier Day! In all seriousness, it's March the 5th. It's the month of St. Patrick's Day, and the Boston Celtics doing us all a solid on this seven-game Monday slate. Kyrie Irving ruled out early. Mike McClure, I'm stealing Terry Rosier as the must-play. Are you going to choose another Celtic? I'm definitely choosing another Celtic, and I'm going to have to go with Marcus Smart, who's the only player that is just a slightly better value than Terry Rozier, in my opinion, tonight. The so only... I am all aboard with the Boston Celtics. And it is important to remember that when Terry Rozier had his monster stretch without Kyrie Irving, there was no Marcus Smart as well. I do think both of those, especially on FanDuel, where Rozier's 4,500, Smart's 4,800, and they are at different positions, I don't know why you would not play both of those guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we know they're going to be chalky, but, the, the, you know, for good reason. Uh, they're going to have all of the usage, all of the minutes, all the opportunity. Uh, so, yeah, I think you got to play them both, and they're both priced the same on DraftKings. So it's uh, pretty much lock and load with both of those players tonight, in my opinion. Now, on Friday, my stay away was Victor Oladipo, which it often is. And he was $10,000 then, went up against the Milwaukee Bucks. It was a bad matchup. He had 42 FanDuel points, so it was okay, but it was a good fade. He's now 9,500. Yeah. He's facing the Bucks once again, and I'm staying away from Victor Oladipo once again. I like it. Uh, Oladipo was one of my original fades. Uh, the guy that I think I want to stay away from tonight is Andre Drummond because I hate him. And Why do you hate him, Mike? Because I can't figure him out. I, I do not get this guy right. Uh, you know, my predictive models here tell me when he should be good and should not, and Andre Drummond just does not care. And I just I'm not ready to play him here against Cleveland. I think he's too expensive. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that he gets the 30 point performance that he had against Orlando and not the 60 point performance he had against Miami. But I will be staying away from Andre Drummond. I just think there's better places to use my cash tonight. I thought maybe the reason that you hated him was because he let you down on Friday and allowed me my fourth consecutive draft victory. Yes, that is uh, that is one reason. He gave me 28 fantasy points on draft uh, when I was forced into drafting him, and I, I just I didn't feel good about it. And I, I don't like Andre Drummond, and I think we've spent enough time on him already. Yet another reason why I love playing DFS on the draft app. I can force Mike into drafting players he doesn't want to. Of course, that's kind of a joke. What's not a joke is that your chances of winning on draft are 80% better than on salary cap sites. That's a great reason to play. Make some money. Plus, you get to do snake drafts. Kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, where you can kind of finagle your way into making somebody else pick somebody they don't necessarily want to. And it's really fun. You don't have to worry about fitting players into your budget. Just draft the best players. And here's a great offer for our listeners. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use our promo code, SPORTSLINE. Play in a real money draft for free just by using our promo code SPORTSLINE. Of course, it gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering our listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com. Come play free right now with promo code SPORTSLINE. Mike, let's get to the big news. We touched on it already. Kyrie Irving out for the Celtics. Darren Collison out for the Pacers. The Cavs will be without Tristan Thompson and Jeff Green. Wayne Ellington, doubtful for the Heat. Tyler Johnson is questionable. They have a very good matchup. Paul Zipser is doubtful for the Bulls. Robin Lopez and Justin Holiday both questionable. Mario Chalmers, Tyreek Evans, Andrew Harrison, all out for the Grizzlies. Mark Gasol and Deontay Davis are questionable. 
We've got LaMarcus Aldridge questionable for the Spurs in that same game. Brandon Ingram questionable for the Lakers. And Mo Harkless. Did we really put Mo Harkless in the section called the big news? He's questionable for the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, I mean, we did put him there. I think that it's, you know, he's on the fringe of being relevant. And I, I think it's something that we should mention. I mean, I know he didn't play in the last game, only played seven minutes before that. But leading up to that, the guy was playing 25 to 30 minutes for the Blazers. So I, I think it's, you know, on the fringe of being relevant. So despite the fact that we still are not sure if Mo Harkless is going to be in the lineup, the Portland Trail Blazers are two-point favorites still over the red-hot Los Angeles Lakers. This is the highest over under of the night at 224. Portland has been outstanding against the point guard position all year. There's been a lot of talk about how much improved the Lakers defense is. So I kind of went and looked and even over the last 10, they've still been getting abused by forwards. Unfortunately, that's not really the strength of this Portland team. Yeah, no, it's definitely not the strength of the Portland team. Not really someone I'm going to, there's not really anyone in the front court, you know, as far as forwards that I will be targeting against the Lakers. Uh, so for me, this game, it's really going to come down to the point guards and then maybe, maybe the center uh, Nurkic for the Trailblazers. And then, of course, whether or not Mo Harkless plays. I mean, that's really the big news of the yes. game. I, Damian Lillard is interesting to me because they, lost, the Lakers have been okay against point guards. Lillard, though, has had some monster performances against the Lakers in his past. In fact, you go look at his career numbers, he may be better against the Lakers than against anyone else, and that kind of fits with his personality. It doesn't totally surprise me. He's 9400 We're going to have plenty of money to spend tonight with Rozier and Smart both already locked into the lineup. How interested are you in Damian Lillard? Uh, I like Damian Lillard a lot. I, I think that he's someone that provides an incredibly high floor, uh, I don't mind that this game is on the road in L.A. I think that actually might be a good thing for Lillard here. Uh, so, yeah, I love the matchup. I don't I don't think it could really, as, as far as this slate goes for a point guard, I think this is the matchup that you want to target. Um, you know, we talked about Andre Drummond. I would rather spend and invest in Damian Lillard than Andre Drummond tonight. So Lillard for me, I you know, cash game, tournaments, all formats, I think he's a great play. Yeah, I think really what it comes down to, if you know you're going to have on FanDuel – Rozier locked in. I don't love the point guard position tonight. Um, there is one name that we'll get to a little bit later that's considerably cheaper, Goran Dragic, in a revenge game at home against the Suns. A very good matchup. Dragic is the one guy I could see me saying, I'm going to play him, and that's going to keep me from playing Damian Lillard. Uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way, but there's also one other value play. If you want to try to like load up on some of the studs, uh, we'll get to him in a minute, but Corey Joseph is the guy that I think was going to be a little chalky before the Kyrie Irving news, uh, but I do think that he's still viable. But Lillard is by far the best option at point guard uh, in terms of high floor, high ceiling, great matchup. We didn't even really talk about the Lakers. Is there anyone on that team that you're considering playing tonight? I mean, I'll consider Lonzo, uh, just the way he's played recently. The price point's still pretty fair for someone that's really – Kind of a triple-double threat in most games right now. Uh, I'd like to see Brandon Ingram sit tonight for, for that to happen. Um, so I, I have some interest in Lonzo Ball, but it'll really be kind of a pivot away from Drogic against the Phoenix Suns. All right, let's move on to our second highest over-under the night, Detroit at Cleveland. The Cavs' six-point favorites last I saw, 219.5 over-under Cleveland. Will show up on a lot of the DVP lists as really struggling against point guards and small forwards, but they have improved against both as of late. You're fading Andre Drummond. 
Yeah. You are the LeBron whisperer, the self-proclaimed LeBron whisperer. Is tonight, yes. is tonight a uh, play LeBron night? Uh, yeah, I think it is now with the Celtics news. Um, you know, I was kind of indifferent to it before, but I, I do think that this is a, a pretty good night for LeBron. I mean, you know, the, the matchup really is pretty good, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things. He played Detroit twice uh, at the end of January. The second time was on the second hand of a back-to-back. Or no, it wasn't on a back-to-back, but they played him back-to-back games. Only scored 37 fantasy points, but he scored 55 in the first matchup. I think that you should expect closer to 55 than 37 tonight. Uh, but LeBron does have a very high floor. This is a matchup where I will be looking to use LeBron. And it was a long, before the All-Star break, it was back in on almost a full month ago, February 6th, the last time that LeBron James come in under 50 FanDuel points. Now, listen, he's not priced at 10,000. So 12-5, you need 60 out of him tonight, right? Yeah, I know. You're definitely going to need 60 out of him tonight. Um, the, the issue is, you know, at, at the position, I'm not sure that there's a lot of other players besides LeBron and Giannis that can reliably get your 45 fantasy points tonight or higher. Yeah, I, I where, think the way I looking at the pricing, because LeBron's $800 cheaper over on DraftKings, Damian Lillard is $200 more. If I'm only playing one stud tonight, I think I'm more likely to play Lillard on FanDuel and LeBron on DraftKings. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. That that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you definitely want to be sensitive to price tonight and as far as where you play them. Uh, and, you know, if you're playing on DraftKings, I don't see any way that I'm playing Lillard over LeBron. Right. For, oh, for sure. But the, the difference is big enough on FanDuel to where I, I could definitely see that, a $3,000 price difference. Anybody yeah. you like on the Detroit side of this game? Uh, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, at small forward's kind of weak, but Reggie Bullock is someone, if you're looking to, you know, try and find some value, uh, I think he's someone you could look at. He's actually had pretty significant usage and significant playing time recently. Uh, you know, you look at his game log, and he's pretty consistently getting you 20 to 25 fantasy points overall, uh, which is not bad at that price point. You know, the Cavs, you know, he might be matched up with LeBron a little bit, but the Cavs really aren't. They're still not a great defensive team. Right. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think Bullock, if you need that value small forward, Bullock is a guy you could look to. And again, Bullock cheaper on DraftKings than he is on FanDuel, so that might not be a bad place to go there. If you're going to play LeBron, just play both of them. Uh, the Phoenix Suns at Miami. Heat 9.5-point favorites with a 218.5 over-under. This is a bad spot for the Suns, especially now that we've got Tyson Chandler back in the lineup. Are you mostly just fading the Suns tonight, and is there anyone on the Heat you're interested in besides Drogic? Uh, so, yeah, mostly fading the Suns. I mean, I think you could still, you know, if you're playing multiple lineups in tournaments, I think you could give a shot to to Devin Booker or TJ Warren. I think both of those guys have, you know, they obviously have upside. We've seen it flashed all the time, uh, especially TJ Warren. If you look at the minutes that he's playing right now, uh, he, he is really turning into like Jimmy Butler light here from a few years ago in terms of minutes. Uh, I mean, he's played over 41 minutes in each of the last three games. Uh, so if he's getting that kind of usage, that kind of minutes at 6,700, I think that, you know, despite the tough matchup, this is a spot where you can expect him to put up 35 fantasy points still probably. Uh, but other than that, yeah, not a ton of interest on the Phoenix side. Uh, moving to the Miami side, uh, I, I think that I would like to see Tyler Johnson ruled out also in addition to Wayne Ellington. But I do, I do think James Johnson is a guy that should thrive in this matchup. He's only 4,500 on FanDuel. Uh, you know, they're a little more healthy with Bam back in the rotation. But in this game, if was, you know, Johnson's going to play 25 minutes. That's probably enough against how bad of a team the Phoenix Suns are. 
Uh, just a little bit of warning on TJ Warren and the Suns. And sure, this is maybe some narrative. Maybe this is just half joking, but they had an off day on Saturday. They were in Atlanta on Sunday. Now they're in Miami. That is a rough combination for young basketball players. Yes, it is. Uh, that is a very, very rough combination for young basketball players, especially on a team that really has nothing to compete or play for at this point in the season. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like that word of caution and definitely something you should keep in mind when you look to roster those guys tonight. Let's get to the most important game of the night. We've, we've buried the lead long enough. The Boston Celtics, seven and a half point favorites at Chicago with a 210.5 over under. My must play for the night is Terry Rozier. Mike's must play is Marcus Smart. There's somebody else to me that's really, really interesting in this game. We would expect to see a small usage bump for Al Horford. Al Horford has been absolutely dreadful as of late. And because of that, his price has fallen. He's only 6,300 on DraftKings, 66 on FanDuel. You look at his game log and you see a lot of games in the team teens. Now, it's partially because he hasn't been playing a lot of minutes lately and they, they haven't needed him to. I'm not sure they will against the Bulls, but without Kyrie, they might. How do you feel about Horford tonight? Ah, man, I'm, I'm really not super interested. I mean, I get why there would be interest. Um, but man, five of the last six games, he hasn't topped 18 FanDuel points. Uh, honestly, I, you know, I know Kyrie's out, but even with Kyrie in, if they even had another player like, say, LeBron was on the Celtics, I would still expect him to average 18 or more fantasy points. So my, my issue is, is that it's not just a Kyrie being gone thing that's going to all of a sudden make Horford, in my opinion, a viable play. I think he's just a little too expensive for me at this point. Uh, but I, I totally understand it. And, you know, if I have 6,600 left and I need a center, you know, I, I might look to do it. But... You know, it's right now it's tough for you to sell me on Al Horford over Pau Gasol even. Right. And that'll, that will be an interesting discussion as well, because I don't know that I expect all of the Spurs to play tonight. Um, right. I, I don't know why they would need to, especially with Mark Gasol questionable. I, I, I just that concerns me. One of the biggest boosts in usage that you might not expect when Kyrie is out has been to Marcus Morris. He has 25 yeah, or more in his last three games and 35 against the Houston Rockets. Morris, just 5,000 on FanDuel. Are you locking him in? Uh, yeah, so if I'm looking to play a third Boston Celtic, uh, Marcus Morris is definitely that guy that I'd be looking to. Um, I, I think that it's pretty close to locking him in um, on FanDuel right now because uh, I really do think he's going to get the opportunity to usage bump the minutes uh, more than Al Horford is in this kind of a matchup with the Bulls. Anybody here from the Bulls that you're considering? Um, I mean... <laughs> David and Waba is going to get the start again. Uh, he's, they're committed to starting in the next four or five games. Uh, you know, looking at his game log, he's the one guy that might have 40 fantasy point upside. I know it's a difficult matchup against the Celtics, uh, but they're, you know, the Bulls are committing to uh, giving him the opportunity to play here. Uh, kind of like Reggie Bullock, same situation. You know, they're not like extreme values around 5K, but. You know, if you're not looking to pay up for LeBron and some of those other spots, I might prefer Mwaba over, say, TJ Warren if it let me spend up somewhere else. Okay, so we've got several players on FanDuel in that 45 to, or 46 to 5600 dollars range. I'm going to give you four of them, and you kind of rank them in terms of how you would like to play them tonight. We've got Josh Jackson at 5600 at Miami, Nwaba at 53 Bullock at 49 and Jason Tatum at 46 Rank those four. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about Tatum being in there for looking for a Boston, uh, kind of another Boston stack. But I think the guy that I would take first is probably 
David and Waba. And then after that, uh, probably Josh Jackson. And then after that, I mean, Jackson, I, I just like his ceiling. I think that his ceiling is probably a little higher than oh, yeah. a guy like Reggie Bullock. He probably belongs yeah. on the all tournament team because it's a bad matchup. He's coming off a 13 point performance at 5,600. I, I think his ownership could be low. Yeah. Let's go ahead and put him on the all tournament team. And, you know, as far as my rankings, it's going to be in Waba, Jackson, Bullock, Tatum. No love for Jason Tatum, which, I mean, based by on Jason Tatum's play as of late, he re- doesn't really deserve it. He hit that rookie wall hard. Milwaukee Bucks are at the Indiana Pacers. These two teams just played on Friday. The Bucks just played last night, a rare Sunday night game against the Sixers. The Pacers are two and a half point favorites, 209.5 over under. I'm staying away from Victor Oladipo. You're playing LeBron over Giannis tonight. So is there anyone in this game you're interested in? Uh, yeah, I think the only guy I'm interested here in this game is Corey Joseph. Uh, 4,200 on FanDuel, I think. You know, you look at his minutes, he's played 37 and then 41 in that last game against Milwaukee. Uh, but he's played at least 30 in each of his last four. Um, you know, the minutes are there, the opportunity's there. Now, the question that you'll have tonight is, are you pairing Corey Joseph with Terry Rozier? Or are you pivoting from Terry Rozier to Corey Joseph to avoid some of the ownership? You know, where I'm playing multiple lineups, I'm going to be doing a little bit of both. But I will certainly have lineups where I use Corey Joseph and Terry Rozier as my point guards. So it will allow me to pay up for LeBron pretty easily. I do just feel obligated to tell everyone that Corey Joseph minutes do not always equal production. Uh, Just two games ago, he played 31 minutes against the awful, terrible, no good, very bad Atlanta Hawks and scored 5.5 DraftKings points. Uh, yeah, that, that can happen with Corey Joseph. I, I will definitely let you know right now that that can definitely happen. So I, I like plugging him in like an, as a utility on DraftKings. If you're uh, a little bit low on cash, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I'm going to have a hard time playing him over Rozier on FanDuel, but I do agree it's a good contrarian move. The Orlando Magic are at the Utah Jazz. I'm just going to go ahead and say we're probably fading the Magic tonight. Jazz 10-point favorites with just a 205 over-under. Uh, this is a pretty good matchup for some of the Jazz, though. The Magic have been awful defensively. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, there are definitely guys that are interesting in this spot. Um, you know, overall, I, I don't know that it's a game that I really love. But another name that we could mention is Joe Ingles, if we're talking about those mid-range, you know, small forwards. Nobody's probably going to play him at 6K. Uh, I, I think that he, you know, is an interesting option there. Um, you know, you could look at Derek Favors. I think that this is a spot where he could do well. Uh, even Rudy Gobert, like any of the Jazz, you could probably talk to, talk me into pretty much any of them. Uh, but I won't say that many of them or any of them are like absolutely must play core plays for me. Yeah, I mean, if you're paying up for Gobert or if you're paying up for center, then you're playing Gobert is, is the way right. I feel about it. The one that's more interesting to me is Donovan Mitchell at shooting guard. Because I'm staying away from Oladipo at 95. There is a nice tier of good shooting guards right below him. Devin Booker at 8,200, Donovan Mitchell at 79. Levine at 76, McCollum with a good matchup at 74, Chris Middleton at 71. There is a nice, healthy range of shooting guards right there, which I, I think will keep all of their ownership relatively low. And Mitchell might be my favorite at home in a good matchup against the Magic. He's playing a ton of minutes and has a ton of usage. Yeah, no, I like Donovan Mitchell quite a bit here. Um, you know, I think that he's a better play than Levine. Uh, I could see people playing C.J. McCollum pretty heavily here, so... I do definitely agree with you that Donovan Mitchell is probably the jazz player that you want tonight if you're picking one. And then I almost said it was just a six-game slate. 
because the Memphis Grizzlies are at the San Antonio Spurs, and it does not get much grosser for fantasy than that. Spurs 11.5-point favorites with an over-under of just 202.5, and they are essentially amongst the top five in DVP at, at every position. The only thing to me that brings this game into play is the fact that Memphis may be shorthanded again. Yeah, Memphis may be shorthanded again. And, you know, I guess LaMarcus Aldridge being questionable, you know, I don't, you know, if I'm the Spurs, what's the motivation to bring him back here for this game? True. Um, so if he's out, then, you know, Pau Gasol obviously becomes interesting. Um, but yeah, Memphis, you know, there's still going to be some value to go around. We're going to need some real news on the status of Mark Gasol, in my opinion, before we can really definitively say that we're going to go ahead and use some of these Memphis players. Right. Yeah. I, I, I really need Gasol to be out to do that. Uh, one name we haven't mentioned for quite a while, I feel like is Davis Burton's. Mm-hmm. He only played 21 minutes in the last game against the Lakers, but did put up 20 fantasy points. Assuming LaMarcus Aldridge is out tonight, we'd expect him to be over 20 minutes again. And he's just 4,200 at power forward. Uh, yeah, no. So you're looking at him and he's uh, he's a pretty good option. So my only question that I have for you would be, do you prefer Burton's in that spot or do you prefer James Johnson against the Phoenix Suns, knowing that they'll probably play the same minutes around 20 minutes tonight with all the heat back in the lineup? Yeah, I, I think we've got a better track record of Burton's giving us at or more than a fantasy point per minute. And so I think I would lean towards Burton's. Okay. I, I think it personally, I think it's a virtual coin flip. Like I, I could see going either way. Um, and you know, so, but I, I don't, I don't hate Burton's at all. Uh, obviously for me, it's, that's only an option if LaMarcus Aldridge is out. Right. Yes. If he's not there, then James Johnson is the way to go. We've got a pretty good core set here on both sites. I'll just walk you through the lineups. You can tell me what you hate and what you want to change, or we can just fill them out the rest of the way. Terry Rozier and Damian Lillard at point guard on FanDuel. Marcus Smart and Donovan Mitchell at shooting guard. David Nwaba at small forward. Marcus Morris at power forward. And I've done something I almost never do. I've left you money. We've got 7,700 per position with just three positions needed. If we plug LeBron in at 12.5, then we've got 5,300 for a power forward and a center. Is that That's the first question, I guess. Um, yeah, we might be able to make that work, uh, but to make that work, we're going to have to operate on the assumption that LaMarcus Aldridge is out. I don't uh, do if you want to plug in LeBron, then you probably need to use Nurkic at center. So we put Nurkic at center and we put LeBron at small forward. That's going to leave us at power forward 4,300. Yes. So Davis Bertans obviously is the guy that fits in there. And I guess what, do we have a backup plan that we feel anything other than awful about? Um, I mean, you could look that, you know, the two guys there are going to be Ed Davis is one that's probably pretty viable. Uh, you know, he's put up at least 20, almost 30 in two of the last three. Um, you know, he, he could definitely do the, the spot where, you know, they he doesn't score more than 10 or 15 fantasy points. But against the Lakers, I do think this is a pretty good matchup for him. So I, I could easily see pivoting to Ed Davis. Um, you know, that that's probably where I would end up going. Okay. And that puts us at a FanDuel lineup of Terry Rozier, Damian Lillard, Marcus Smart, Donovan Mitchell, David Nawaba, LeBron James, Marcus Morris, Davis Burtons, and Yusuf Nurkic. And again, that is assuming LaMarcus Aldridge does not play tonight, which why would he, as Mike said so eloquently earlier. On DraftKings, we have Terry Rozier at point guard, Marcus Smart at shooting guard, LeBron James at small forward, Goran Dragic at guard, 
Reggie Bullock at forward, and Corey Joseph at utility. We have 5,600 for a power forward and a center. And let's try not to assume that LaMarcus Aldridge is out for, for this particular lineup. All right. And who do, who do we have at the, uh, the forward position again? Uh, Bullock and LeBron. Bullock. Yes. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we need a power forward and a center. Uh, the first thing I want to do is I want to look. Can we get anything? The guy that I think is almost missing here is Marcus Morris, but I, I don't know if that's going to leave us enough, you know, at the center position unless we want to take advantage of that Utah matchup with someone like Derek Favors or another guy that we really haven't mentioned tonight that I think we should is Larry Nance Jr. Because we know that Jeff Green is out, but now Tristan Thompson has also been ruled out. I do think that he's the guy that might get a lot more opportunity here in this game tonight. No, I like it a lot. And he's actually been at or above a fantasy point a minute here recently. And this is a Detroit team. We've talked about it with other teams. We didn't mention it today with them putting both Blake Griffin, who suddenly over the weekend remembered that he's a good basketball player again, and Andre Drummond on the floor at the same time. Opposing teams have to play a little bit bigger. I don't think LeBron's going to be too excited about playing a lot of power forward against that duo. So I would expect bigger minutes for Larry Nance. I, I love it. It's Rozier and Smart at the guards. LeBron and Marcus Morris at the forwards, Lance, Larry Nance at center. And then we've got Goran Dragic, Reg, Reggie Bullock, and Corey Joseph. I like it. No, I, I think that is a very good lineup. I'm not sure if it's a win four straight on draft type of lineup, but it's really close. <laughs> I know that how bad you would like. like there is kind of going to come a stretch where you just demolish me for a week straight. I know you're looking forward to that. Unfortunately, you do not get the first pick once again tonight. Oh, goodness. Of course I don't. So I wonder who you're going to take. Well, the problem is I'm going to take LeBron, but that's going to leave you. I think tonight is actually one of those nights where it's better to have the second pick because you get to take, and, and maybe I'm wrong about where you're going to go with this, but I'm just assuming I'm going to see you take Giannis and Damian Lillard. And then all of a sudden, you've got two great players. I have one, and there are no elite players left. Well, Andre Drummond will be left. Like I said, there are no elite players left. I do want to give you, like I've, I've kind of uh, given you a hard time over the draft results over the last week, but you did nail calling that Friday night was going to be Blake Griffin's breakout into becoming good again. Yes, I did. Blake Griffin was uh, very good on Friday night. That helped me quite a bit, and I was uh, really happy to see that for him because he really, really needed that. All right, take your two elite players and then leave me scrambling. All right, I'm going to take Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard with picks two and three overall in the draft. You sound really, really happy about that. Uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about that tonight. I do not. Um, I'm going to go ahead... Gobert is the center I want, so I'm going to go ahead and take Gobert, and then I will look for my first guard, and you have the only... I'll take Lonzo. as my. He's down in the projections a little bit, and so that may uh, surprise some people, but I'll take Lonzo as a guard. Yeah, no, I, I like Lonzo. Actually, I was going to take Lonzo at some point there, probably. Uh, so I don't need to take a center yet, because I already know I'm going to end up locking in Andre Drummond. Um I guess my real option here is to take Blake Griffin and have a Detroit stack, hope that this Cleveland game you know, kind of pushes to overtime. Uh, that, that's kind of where I'm at. So my second guard, whew, it's either Oladipo, Booker, or Mitchell. I think that Mitchell is probably the guy I'm going to go with. I like the matchup the most. 
See, Mitchell is by far my favorite in salary cap leagues. I'm going to go ahead and take Oladipo, even though he's my stay away of the night. Again, that's where draft is different. It's not the pricing doesn't matter quite as much, and I do think that he is the most likely to score, put up a big number. And then I need a forward, and I am going to uh, take a guy that's a center on every other site, Al Horford. Wow, that's impressive. You love yourself some Al Horford. I uh, I hope he does well for you tonight. It's he he needs back. to bounce back. Yep. So you got one uh, player Andre left. Drummond. Andre Drummond once again, folks. And that's going to make you a big favorite, a 16-point favorite in this game because they like Andre Drummond a lot more than they like Rudy Gobert. Ah, I, I, I don't necessarily feel like this draft worked out very well. You never know whether that first pick or the second pick is going to be the huge advantage. And this time I got the first pick, and I think it kind of hurt me. Yeah, no, I, I think it probably did, but that's okay because you know what? I've been hurt by it a couple of times here, and I still have Andre Drummond, so it's not over for you. Drummond could easily put up a five tonight. That's what we will all be watching and cheering for, and we'll all be tuning back in. Sportsline DFS podcast will be back on Tuesday for another NBA DFS podcast.